Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Welcome to the Box Set Pod. This week brought to you once again by TrustedVegas.com. Quiet, Jamie. What have you done with your time? What, got a job at the BBC? Yes, you actually have. Well, I've built a website. Vegas, a place that you can go. You'll love it, hate it, or use it as somewhere to go and visit the Grand Canyon. Top 20 hotels in the world are there. And you can get a... You can get... Did you know that you can stay in a four-star hotel with a shark tank? For two hundred pounds for a week, and it two hundred pounds for a week. That's correct, Christian. Um, the Golden Nugget is called, and it's one of the best hotels in Vegas. It's amazing, and it's got oh, five star sort of steakhouses in there and stuff. It's an amazing place. It's a completely soulless, brilliant place. Um, <laughs> Isn't the, the Golden Nuggets in Old Town, right? Yeah. That's correct in downtown. Yeah, I've, I've been there. I. I mean, I thought it was pretty scuzzy. Yeah, well, you obviously didn't stay there, though, did you? I didn't, know. I stayed at the Luxor. Oh, you absolute <laughs> idiot. Now, I'm not kidding, Matt. This is why you have to use TrustedVegas.com. Hey, you've, you're breaching to the converted. I wish I had known that there were other <laughs> options than the giant pyramid, which yeah. sounds so amazing, but turns out to be a brown splash of nothing. Awful, <laughs> awful. And if you do know anyone going to Vegas, it's completely free, and it's a labour of love of mine because I thought I'd hate Vegas. And then I went and loved it and... Um, created that to help you. First time travel advice, TrustedVegas.com It's a long introduction. So, Jamie is with us. Uh, have you started your job at the BBC yet? No, starting in January. Right. And joining us as well this week, as usual, is uh, Matt, becoming a, a regular uh Matt Wandless from the Longest Yard pon- podcast. We've still the longest, the longest pleasure podcast. Hell. <laughs> the Longest Yard podcast. Longest Yard's a film with uh, Adam Sandler in it. It's really be bad. Great, great film. And uh, also joining us from Kansas in the USA is Melanie, uh, who is a, excuse me, uh, Melissa. What's my name. Thank you. <laughs> is Mel, uh, who has. Um, run went many websites for tv shows but most notably chuck hi mel are you well i am fabulous thank you so much for that lovely introduction everyone my name is melissa not melanie yeah Hello, so, Melissa. and uh, that there is christian now christian joins us this week um, to be our uh, sort of guinea pig but it's it we've actually got someone with genuine talent on the podcast this week. christian Please. talbot stand-up Dang. comic hey, christian have you um, have you ever played vegas I've never played Vegas, no. Would you like I played, to? Um, I've played New York. I'd love to play Vegas. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I, I've, never, I've never been to Vegas. My, my wife desperately wanted to go and get married there. And yes. I vetoed that. Yeah. Because I thought it would be, um, I thought it would be a little bit tacky. 
I'd like to go. The thing about the thing about Vegas is, is that I, 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 I mean, I would like to go and visit it, but I think mm. all the things that it's known for mm. are kind of off limits. Yeah. You know, um, you know drugs, women, yeah. Yeah. Uh, gambling. Yeah. That, that, at, at my age and at my sort of <laughs> uh, with my financial uh, stature. Could he do any of those things? It's, well, that's Christian, the th- can I just rewind you there? Because you just said that, um, <laughs> you know, getting married in Vegas is tacky. Uh, I'd just like to now go to Howell, who got married in Vegas. <laughs> um, Christian, let me... <laughs> before... I did have a sneaky suspicion that there was something that... that, that... Before <laughs> Christian feels awful about this. Christian... No, I, I, I actually really don't. <laughs> Christian, we got married um, in Vegas. Well, we got married up a mountain in Vegas at a really nice venue. We didn't go to the. Hang on, we did go to the drive-through wedding chapel, but that was the day after. <laughs> just, uh, to vi- just to visit. Just to say we'd done it and uh, like renewed our vows the day after, which we thought would be <laughs> quite funny. Um, but yeah, we ended up with fifty-four guests coming and going up into a sort of Alpine Lodge up Mount Charleston. It was very nice, and Jamie came, and he was the only person who. Um, carried on asking for free drinks after the bar closed. I like Jamie's style. That's, yeah. I'd be doing that too. Yeah, yeah. It, it was a bit tacky, to say the truth, Christian. <laughs> <laughs> it was not. No, I, I, no there's some place I'd like to go. I'm going to check out that website. It is some place I'd like to go and visit. Thanks. Oh, yeah, it is much less tacky than you think, I think, Vegas. It's like, if you know where to look, it's got the best of everything. Have you been, Mel? I went for the first time this year, actually. And oh. what was your experience? Um, I was only there for a couple of days and I pretty much stayed in the hotel the whole time because I was there for a convention. Yeah, uh, so convention. it was, um, I don't know. It was fine. It's not really my yeah. scene. Yeah. I don't, I don't drink. I don't gamble. I don't smoke. I mean, yeah. Yeah. yeah so. Well, there's lots of other things to do. Oh, if only you'd have all gone to my website first. Okay. Alas. <laughs> well, my wife told me off uh, last week because five minutes into the podcast, we hadn't talked about a box set. <laughs> uh, so let's just let me ju- let's just catch up on a couple of things. So uh, there has been a storm around, and how exciting is this? Our work experience boy Jack, who we normally get on, who says five words an episode, he has been caught. If you're about to say that he's dead because of the storm, he's this is dead. Not a cool intro <laughs> because of the storm. This is what I've got to bloody edit next week now, isn't it? Because Jack is going to die between now and when it goes up. Okay, <laughs> Jack is um, lives in Lancaster, and. Jack, uh, Jack's electricity has gone out because of the storm. Oh, He's dear. one of the people living, living in um, fear and misery, which is why we're going to ring him now. And uh, here we go. Uh, if this will work. I'm um, really glad you didn't turn the volume down. <laughs> Did, can everyone hear that? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Ugly. Okay, I'm going to have to figure that out. I'm going to figure out how to get Jack on and... Um, and we'll get him on him, and then we can talk to him like, you know, as his battery. We can use up the last of his phone battery in the storm. Poor <laughs> um, uh, old Jack. He just gets. He has to watch an episode of something every week. He never gets to finish anything, does he? Yeah. No. No, he doesn't. Um, Christian, thanks for coming on last minute. Christian was going to come on next week, and then our Muppet Man, Andrew James Spooner, was called into uh, last minute by Disney to go and do something, Whoa. which is exciting, and. Um, so he had to cancel on us. But what I've learned, now that it's not just me and you doing this bloody podcast, Jamie, yeah. it took me 
about 30 emails last night to get in touch with everybody, update them. And Christian stepped in like a hero. Yeah. And said, I am the only one uh, amongst us who has the time to watch the first episode of The Wire <laughs> by tomorrow night. And I've really got, I, I've really got not very much on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Me neither, Christian. Sorry, if there's one thing you can count on stand-up comedians for, it's watching TV. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. So it was, uh, yeah. So thanks, Christian. And even even just, it's becoming a, a huge beast. This podcast. Jack's there. His electricity's run out. Our algorithm department, Ben, have, has emailed saying, "Sorry, I can't get a chart done on time tonight. So we're gonna have to record that later and then You've edit been- it in." You've got an algorithm, man? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, we're calling the algorithm <laughs> department. He's, he creates a chart. I'm not sure where where from. Um, and being as he basically makes it up, I mean, that adds to the fact that he's not managed to do it by, by the deadline. So we're now going to edit into this podcast, me and Jamie doing the chart. Ready? <laughs> so welcome to the chart. Hey. Hello. Joining us is just the algorithm department now, um, while everybody else uh, waits patiently. Everybody, everybody just have a breather. Everybody yeah. just calm down, have a breather. Uh, okay, algorithm. Obviously, the compiling the Christmas charts has been a hard job, which is why we've delayed the chart for a day. Yeah, I'm sorry about that. It, it was it was tough going. It was tough going there. There's a lot of Christmas shit to wade through. Is there? Let's, <laughs> let's do yeah, it. Then. Scrolling through uh, pages and pages of of Only Fools and Horses to get this. <laughs> it's it's dull. I'm not going to lie to you. This week's chart is dull. Oh great. There's great. no surprises. There's nothing interesting or exciting. Well, let's um, see. Let's let us be the judge of that. Maybe. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> right, number ten. What number ten is the Vampire Diaries. Still not watched it. Not Still well. nobody's watched it. It's probably no. about the Holocaust. Right. Yeah. <laughs> probably. That's, number nine. That's is... not a joke about the Holocaust. That's a joke no. about me always bringing things back to being about the Holocaust, which most things in the 20th century and 21st century are. Uh, number nine. Quantico. Quantico. What's yeah, that? I started this year. I've not, I've not heard anything about it, so I don't know if that's any good. The only thing I read an article the other day saying it was a, a pioneer of ethnic casting. Wow. I don't know what that means. Wow. I don't know if it's true, but yeah. uh, I read it on Twitter. Charm. You know what? Right, I, I, I think I made this point at some point. In the uh, the Emmys, um, Viola Davis won the Best Actress award, and it was seen as like this What's big moment. From? Um, from How to Get Away with Murder, right. which I've watched. I, I watch a lot. I've watched the whole thing, and uh, and she's not. Like, and it, she's not well, white, is she not? No, no, she's black, and it was the first black actress to get the award. And it was a big deal, right? But the, the it's a really it's a really average TV show, and her <laughs> character is really really average in it. It's not. It's like I'm really happy that she got the got an award as far as like you know breaking new ground. But for that role, it's just mm. it's a bit shit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, half the cast of Walking Dead aren't white. By the, now that I'm up to date with Walking Dead, and uh, don't um, I, I think most Mexican of them are grey and sort of stumble around. A That's lot. true. That's true. Half the cast is not <laughs> black. That is half of them aren't true. alive either. Yeah, that's right. That's right. In fact, that's a good point. Like, I don't know about the ethnic diversity of the. Um, of the the Walking Dead character of the zombies, I'm I'm unsure as to how balanced that is. It's hard to tell, though, isn't it? I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
And maybe <laughs> again... Why we... do they all look the same, Jamie? <laughs> <laughs> all zombies look the same. They all look the same, yeah. <laughs> Number eight. Mm-hmm. A Homeland. Yeah. Homeland. What a show. Yeah, well, I need to pick it up again. Uh, number seven, Outlander, time travel nonsense. Yeah. No, not seen that. It's going well, isn't it? Number <laughs> six. Just a massive six, chart of Arrow. not seen and the controversy. Um, Arrow, I, I have seen Arrow. I started Arrow. Yeah. Um, I, I will return to it maybe What's one it day. About? Arrow is, isn't, am I not thinking of the superhero oh, okay. guy? I shouldn't have asked you that. No, he, he's, he's, yeah. like, he's like a superhero guy, yeah, isn't he? He's, 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 good, super, with a, he's, he's he, good with a bow. He's Bruce Wayne, but with a bow, basically. Okay, I see. Yeah. yeah. Number five, uh, Peter Kay's Car Share. Uh, okay, right. yeah. Watched a couple uh, of them. It, it, it came out on iPlayer originally, didn't it? But it's, yeah. um, it's just had DVD and uh, Blu-ray release. Colossal. I have Absolutely. to say, I got three episodes in and I got bored and uh, I've not finished it yet, so... How no, dare you say that about our friend Peter? What will he think when he hears this podcast, eh? <laughs> okay, next. Uh, number four, Game of Thrones. Game yeah. of Thrones. Which I need to update you on after oh, yeah. continuing to watch. Um, mm, how are you getting on? I'll, not great. I'm okay. not going to lie to you. I'm not. I'm not doing well with it. I'm going to really try over Christmas. Really, how many I'm going to make, I'm make a concerted and con- consistent effort. Honestly, how many have you watched? Three and a half. Okay. <laughs> I've, but I've watched the third one twice, maybe three times. Does that count? Really? Why? Uh, just because I kept falling asleep. <laughs> Uh, there's something about when someone says they watched a half that you know it's not going to end well for <laughs> exactly wow. uh, number three is The Walking Dead your favourite are you near at the end now How I am you? absolutely up to date I can't wait till February when the next one comes out good grief I've nailed it haven't I that's a you lot have. in what He's four impressive. weeks <laughs> you've, you've rattled through it yeah I've spent a fortune as well the new series is on Now TV at the moment um, if you're uh, is it yeah, it's the, the series that's currently being aired is on every oh, week. That's, on, that's what I've watched it. I'm, I'm, on, I've been so buying you, it, you see, on oh, iTunes. Right, yeah. yeah. So that's the place to watch it. Yeah. Um, uh, number two, Big Bang Theory, still. Big Bang Theory. Of course. Yeah. yeah. I, um, I, do you know what I don't get about that? Is is that it's in... I, I, is this... Um, in, how much is this influenced by DVD sales? Because uh, Big Bang Theory is on all of the time on TV, and I, I can't understand why you would want to buy it on DVD. I don't really care. This is, uh, yeah, the chart is obviously put together across uh, retail and online and downloading and everything. So mm. um, it is, yeah, massive. It's DVD sales in online and in, in stores all over the world. It's right. crazy. Right. Mm. Mm. And number one, Jamie's favourite, Tough Porn, Downton Abbey. <laughs> <laughs> what a show. Downton Abbey. Back in the uh, days where people got... knew their place. Christmas special. <laughs> Christmas special. Can't wait for the final ever Christmas special, Downton Abbey. Oh, oh. what? They're doing another? They're doing more? They did one I more. I they finished it. I they have it finished now. it. But they finished it, but they, they did, they've done a Christmas special just to end it all on right. And does it end in that Christmas special, or is it like a, is it a one-off? Uh, is, yeah, it, is it is it part of the is it canon? Is yeah, it, <laughs> canon and ball. Are you um, Ben? I've heard that the algorithm department is hosting the Christmas special of this podcast and just just you singing Christmas songs. Is that true? 
quietly alone, drunk, watching Game of Thrones. I'll, uh, yeah. I'll do that. Good. Well, shall we go back into um, back into the other world? Do we? Boy! There it was. Wonderful. So that, a, a brilliant chart there. I'm sure we'll all agree. I'm so impressed. Yeah. Um, Seamless. We, let's get the latest news from Jamie, shall we? What's the yes. latest TV news? And anyone's willing to react or whatever to this? Yeah, please join in. It's at the, if you go to the boxsetpod.com slash news, I do uh, update it as regularly as I can. Uh, uh, news in this week, uh, Game of Thrones, the tease for season six is up. It doesn't really give anything away. It's very much, it's just a tease, really. And uh, but it's very good to see a little bit of Jon Snow, uh, Snow stuff. Is mm. he alive? Is he not? Bran Stark is clearly going to be coming off the bench and playing a biggest part in season six. Who's that? Um, Bran, you know, the, <laughs> the little kid. Oh, little yeah. boy. Yeah. Little boy you fell out the window. Yeah, that's, that's right, man. Uh, that looks interesting. It's out in April season six, so you can give that a watch. Uh, also, Tarantino's been talking about moving to TV. He's possibly, Ooh. possibly making a Western miniseries <laughs> based on the Elmore Leonard Western novel, 40 Lashes Less One. What's your thoughts, Matt? I'm all over it like a, a big pussy rash. Oh, yeah. He does I think have a he, tendency to self-indulge, though, doesn't he? Well, that's why he that's, should be on TV because that's that he'll have the time to really just, you know, yeah, just really have shoot. a wallow in something. Oh, yeah, yeah like a big pig. Yeah, yeah. classic yeah. Quentin. Have a look at that. Also, have a look at the t- uh, the trailer for American Crime Story: The People versus O.J. Simpson. This has been produced by Ryan Murphy, who did Glee and he did American. Um, horror story as well and uh, the trailer's great it's got it's got uh, John Travolta in it it's got Cuba Gooding Jr. playing OJ it's got David Schwimmer playing uh, Robert Kardashian the lawyer so this it's, is is this a comedy then? no comedy no. at all are this you is joking? Real. This is, they have made a no parody in this at all this is a, do, a, a, a drama about the OJ Simpson trial and it looks it looks alright it looks pretty good it does sound like a joke but it's actually not a joke let's go to look. Mel on that one their wig game is on point yeah. oh yeah Oh, yeah. This is my reaction after watching it the first time around. (laughs) Did you know that O.J. Simpson wanted to release a book called uh, How I Would Have Done It or something? Yeah. Yeah. What? I only heard this recently. Let's go to Christian on this. I feel like he knows about this. No, he did. He He was going to write a a book which was basically a confession, which was how I I would have done this and gotten away with this, (laughs) which is basically what he did. So, yeah, I mean the guy. The guy just the guy. The guy wants to be caught. I mean, it's a. It's basically a cry for help. It's like, yeah, I really did do this. I, do you not see that I did this? <laughs> yeah. Where do we stand um, legally with Christian saying that that OJ did it? Oh, he did it, Howell. Oh, whoa, oh, whoa. We're fine. <laughs> In another court, he had to pay uh, damages to the to the family. So he has been found guilty in one court. Really? Civil, yeah, yeah civil has, court, but not yeah. criminal court. Yeah, did not they? criminal court, but no, yeah. He, he's in prison anyway at the moment. He's in prison for uh, robbery and kidnapping. Um, well, so, you isn't know, he's not, he? not going to be able stop him. Hilarious. <laughs> Mel, can you uh, can you answer for your country, please? 
Uh, no. <laughs> Mel, can you answer? I sat on this. I was not on that jury. I remember watching the Bronco driving very, very slowly down the freeway. Do you? Yeah. Do you? Wow. Um, Mel, do you, th- this podcast has been recorded just as Donald Trump has made some absolute... Oh, dear God. Corking. Uh, he has suggested that the borders are closed to all Muslims until we can sort this stuff out. And he is such a... He's really got that dangerous um, thing of of being able to talk so convincingly. Do you think he do you think he really believes everything that he says? Yes. Jesus, that's frightening, isn't it? Yes, it is. Did you, did you, what what are your what is your profanity limit on this? Podcast? Oh, you can say anything you want. Anything. <laughs> oh, yeah. you want. He's a bloody shit. I, <laughs> I hope he gets. I. I am not a person who swears, but that is one person that will bring it out in me. I tell you what, you could tell you didn't swear much, Mel, because uh, that was a that was a really lame attempt at having a podcast. Thank you. <laughs> I don't know said much more worse than that. Yeah, well, yeah, that's, yeah. if you knew me, yeah, you'd be like, <gasps> did you hear what else he said? He said he said he was going to go and talk to Bill Gates about closing the internet. <laughs> wow! Wow! I'm not joking. I, he said that today. He said, "I'm going to try. Let's see." If we can close off that we're losing a generation of people to the internet. Mm. I'm going to talk. Should be talking to Bill Gates about trying to close it off. But you know, someone's had a, someone's had a joke with him there, haven't they? They've someone <laughs> slipped that into his little policy. Al, Al Gore. Sheet. He and Al Gore have been talking, and Al Gore is back there giggling behind his hand. Yeah. You know, we've worked in radio for ten years, and one thing that I think we learn is that people aren't people aren't stupid, but they mm-hmm. have a Sometimes they're put off by people if if you use the wrong vocabulary. And um, Barack Obama has this tendency to say really, really intelligent things. Like we need. To, he did a speech the other day. We need to be careful that we don't fall into divisiveness or something like that. React to divisiveness or become a divisive country. And what he's saying is ace, but. He is not talking to the people who Donald Trump is talking to. He no. needs to say, you know, somebody needs to say divisiveness is what Hitler did. It's where you get up and you say something that sounds like it makes such sense to everybody and everyone will then vote for you. But actually, those things are sometimes just stupid and are going to cause us a lot of trouble. So if you're not sure about something, make sure you get another point of view in there as well. Yeah. I really wish Obama, I mean, he has no, he's not going to run for re-election. We've got a year left. I wish he would just unleash his rage monster. Because yes. he's, he's been, like, there have been a couple of times after shootings in particular mm. when he's practically shaking with rage. Yeah, yeah. And, but he, he restrains himself. And I wish he would just let it out and let the American people see how very angry he is about what's been happening over here in the Just last like year. flip a table in the Oval Office. Honestly, <laughs> I don't know. I I have to I admire that man's restraint because yeah, I would have been violent at this point. So, Joe, I, way, I, way before now. I read in the news yesterday um like that or, or in the BBC news it said um it classed the, the California shootings as this is the first American, the first terrorist attack on American soil since 9-11. And for a second, I had to check myself because I were because for me, I was like, you've had shitloads of terrorist attacks. Mm-hmm. Um, Domestic terrorism. Yeah, just people, <laughs> people who happen to be from America. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, it was weird. And, and that's the, it just, uh, it just shows, doesn't it? And, and then nobody's arguing 
Again, he makes all the great arguments, but he doesn't say, hey, gun owners, you're still going to be allowed a gun. We're just mm-hmm. going to make sure you're not insane. So you're not insane, are you? And, and that would be enough for them to go, oh, I get it. But they, yeah. well, maybe there's There's a growing call, kind of a grassroots call for um, a possible solution to this issue over here being that if you want to own a gun, you have to have liability insurance. It's like if you want to own a car, because that's what a lot of <laughs> people are. People are making this argument, well, a car could kill somebody too. Okay, so get insurance. Yeah. yeah. And then see, I mean, I don't know. I, that's, a, you know. that's a great, um, that's a classic American co- commercial capitalist solution to the problem, <laughs> yeah. isn't it? Right? Let, yeah. them, let them devour each other. <laughs> yeah. And it, let the insurance companies look after it. They won't allow you to have a gun if you're insane. Mm-hmm. Oh, you got you know prior. You've got priors. Well, yeah. So you're from Kansas. So you're you're kind of middle America. You must be surrounded by a lot of people who really like their guns and hate Obama. Oh, I keep my mouth shut a lot around yeah, here, do you? especially this time of year when we've got a lot of get-togethers. Yeah. There's a lot of me just shutting my mouth. Really. Yep. And and then do you walk, do you like turn off your Skype and walk out and get your gun and go yeah <laughs> <laughs> no no I I don't own a gun so wow I'll... wow okay I feel like we still haven't talked about box sets uh, your wife is really gonna flay you she's for this. really right I'm just doing it to oh, rile when her. you were talking about the news there I meant I, I um you were talking about Game of Thrones and uh, without wanting to 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 overly show off I was in Game of Thrones last week oh. <laughs> Let's get on to that, okay? Because I did want to ask you about that, Christian. Jamie, have you finished the news actually yet? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You have? So, good. No, good. yeah, let's okay. go. Move on. Crosses out the rest of the list. We're done. Christian, how did it happen? Where did you go? Tell uh, us the story. I joined I joined up this this uh, this website called Extras NI, which is for extras in Northern Ireland. Mm-hmm. And where, where I live, I live in a place called Dundrum, which is in County Down. And all around here is all you know, gorgeous and mountains and uh, fields. And so they basically, they film a huge amount of Game of Thrones all around here. And um, so we, we, we see an awful lot of the cast, you know, wandering about a lot of the time. And there's, there, we see this, you know, there's, there, there are, uh, everywhere you go around here, there are road signs with, with, with the arrows and everything saying where the sets are. So hmm. we've gone and looked at a few of those. Do you watch it as well? Have you, have I you... watch it as well. Yeah, mm. I do. Oh wow! Um, and but no, you know, Northern Ireland's quite a, a small place. It's great for the tourism. I mean, there's a huge amount of people that have that have that, that come here just to see the sets and see the locations and mm. and things like that. We do Airbnb here in in the house, and yeah. we get a lot of people just coming here just you, you know to to wander about and just you know go and see the location. So um, bump into Jon Snow. Well, you do. That's the thing. Northern Ireland. Northern Ireland is so small. Um, I mean, I've I've not seen him so far this year. But I mean, everybody like everybody in Northern Ireland knows that he's co- that he's coming back in the next. I mean, we knew yeah. months oh. ago that he's not that he, you know, because we've he's been wandering around the place. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, we just sold him a loaf of bread. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's he's here. So wow. he is in. He is most definitely in the next series. For wow! Quite, as quite a substantial character, I would oh. imagine. Um, what, did, what did you do then? What was? What did you do? I was just an extra. I I had one day's work on it. Um, like I've signed up to this thing, and they they had asked me to. Um, they had asked me to do like four days as an extra, 
and uh, I, I I couldn't actually do the first couple of days because I had a I had a clash with a job interview I had, so I, I couldn't do that. But then they they rang me and they said, "Can you come tomorrow? It's a night shoot." So I said, "Right, okay, it's a night shoot. I'll do it." And it was it was like the weather was not good, so this was on um, not not Friday gone the Friday before. Mm-hmm. Oh, so uh, so the weather was really really bad, and uh, so I went out to the, out to Bam Bridge. And uh, they had this big studio, they have a, like a, a studio there, and they had this big outdoor thing set up with huge big green screens everywhere and um, these, are, you know, arc lights up on the top of cranes. It was just phenomenal. Like you drive up and you go, Jesus. <laughs> yeah. It's very, very impressive. So um, I had to go down to uh, the extras bit. They, there's like a... There's like a tent like, <laughs> set up for the extras, and I, I and um, I hadn't been there for the first couple of days. So they so they said so. Uh, uh, my call sheet said on it that I was to be a Lannister, and oh. I thought, yeah, I'm going to be a Lannister. And uh, when I turned up, <laughs> that's then, nothing but, to be celebrated, Christian. That's <laughs> <it's very> <laughs> <laughs> well, wait, wait till I tell you, right? So you have this impression of like the Lannister kind of soldiers and, and things like that. You see them on the on the on the screen. And they're tall. They're all tall and unshaven, and they all look like they're supposed. They're the Romans, basically. They're supposed to be the yeah. fucking Romans. Yeah. So they. So these guys turn. These guys who were playing the Lannister soldiers, they've been doing that for the last, you know, for the last few months. So these guys are on set all the time. It's the same guys. Oh. So they all hang around together, yeah. and they're all over six foot, and they're all sort of brawny kind of type of guys. And it was like being back at school. It was like everybody went into their little group. So there was the Lannisters with the Freys, <laughs> there was the Tullys, and they all sort of sat together, and the Lannisters were the pricks. And the Lannisters <laughs> were the school bullies. <laughs> they really were. They were, were like... They were the most obnoxious people there. Oh. <laughs> do you think that has something to do with breeding, Christian? Do you know, like to be cast as an actor to be cast <laughs> into that role. Yeah, I, I you think probably so. Probably got a you probably a chinless wonder that they were all you know. they were all kind of like GAA players or rugby players or yeah, they were all kind of and they were they were bull, like they would throw stuff. They were throwing stuff around. They were really immature. Like and these were <laughs> these were guys in the twenty. <laughs> Uh, and the lawsuit point. this week goes to <laughs> no, 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 no. Go on, Jamie. So were you? Will, so you were one of the Lannisters, though, were you? No, I wasn't. I then, I then, because they took one look at me and they went, "He's too short and he's and he's scruffy." So <laughs> let's make him a fray. <laughs> we've we've just invented oh, a new phrase. cast That's of hobbits. <laughs> yeah. So I was a fray, and then what they did was they put me. They they um they just I did I didn't have a costume. Everybody is like it was supposed to get fitted for costumes and stuff. So I was called um I was an FOD as they're called, who are like the lowest of the low. <laughs> and they're that's fit on day. They're called fitting on sure, day. Just fodder. And just fodder. So basically, I had to wear because the weather was so bad the day before, and they were shooting until four in the morning. Loads of people didn't turn up the next day. They just went fuck this, not going back. <laughs> and so they called. That's why they called people like me up. Huh. So I had to go and fit into somebody else's. It was basically the just put any any sort of outfit on me that would fit. <laughs> so that was it. So, so you I, played a washerwoman. I played it. <laughs> Behind John, I, I actually put like I had this like leather kind of thing on the front of it, uh, and I had like a um, like a skirt. I actually had a cod piece as well, which yeah. I thought was very cool. Wow! And um, and I had leather uh, these leather boots that would not fit properly. That you're supposed to like tie around. You're supposed so you to had a, a thong skirt and some leather boots. 
Leather, yeah, exactly. It was very, <laughs> do you know what? I picked up some extra money. I'm not complaining. <laughs> uh, it's quite good. So we, we had to go and stand. We, had to, we were in front of this castle, which I think is called the Twins Castle. It was the Frey's Castle. We had to stand outside there in the dark, in the wet, and the mud. I'm not even going to... Like, the mud was up to my knee. I'm not exaggerating. Like, it was horrifically bad oh. the, the conditions <laughs> and we were freezing and we were wet and just for how long oh we were out in it for about two hours and they brought us back in and gave us some tea and then we went back out again into it and then at, at the last thing they did like quarter past one in the morning yes. we had to go and do this scene where all the Lannister soldiers and all the Freys we all had to line up sort of four in a row and we had to march down the hill towards the castle. They built this castle, like the front of this castle, uh, over over the river in in Banbridge. Mm. And either side of it were these two huge, big blue screens. So you can you can see that they're going to fill it in with you know with with with, uh, with with CGI and all the rest of it. There was other green screens all around. Yeah. This was in the middle of the night, and they they had a camera then going over us like an aerial shot. Um, of of us all marching down in the mud, and so many people went on their arse. I mean, <laughs> I mean the, the director guy, this the the, the the location director guy was an English guy, and he was going right, right, guys. I want you. Nobody look. I don't try your best not to look at the ground. Uh, I know it's tricky underfoot, and uh, and um, so, but just try not to look. At, try to try not to look at the ground. And keep a steady pace. We don't want any gaps. <laughs> um, so, so we all just we all just like march down. We're march we're marching behind these horses, and the horses are shitting everywhere. And we're having to <laughs> you know, march through this through the to the horse shit and the and the and the mud, and uh, and loads of people just fell on their arse, and then we had to go back and do it again. Uh, <laughs> wow. So yeah, so that was at quarter past one, and then I eventually I we eventually then finished up. Like you have to go back and leave in your costume and everything and get your thing signed off. And it was like mm. half past three in the morning. Uh, we finished up and I was home at ten past four then. Oh my oh. god! So um, and extras have a fucking shitty time of it, man. That's yeah. oh, it, was, it was no fun. I mean, there was there was there really wasn't anything enjoyable about it. Oh. And it half was a mile away. Uh, Kit Harrington is somebody's checking that Kit Harrington uh, his whiskey is just at the right temperature <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> in front of the open fire. We've we've seen loads of people. Like I haven't seen Kit Harrington. I've seen um, Peter Dinklage uh, pushing oh, a pram. Yes. Pushing a pram. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Um, seen him pushing a pram. And my wife has seen um, pushing a name? pram in the show or in real life. No, in real life around here. Okay, right. I was going to say. <laughs> yeah. There's nothing. I mean, there is. The, you like you do sort of do a double takes. Going. Oh, there's Peter Dinklage with a pram. <laughs> Good morning, Peter. Sorry, morning, Peter. sorry for that accent. Um, <laughs> just came out. <laughs> Father that Ted. Was re- that was really odd. That that is so. Good <laughs> <laughs> morning to you, dear. <laughs> Look at little Peter. Oh, there! I haven't spent enough time over in Manchester to do a mind gaps. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, my wife has seen Gwendolyn. Gwendolyn, tall girl. Christopher, yeah. Brienne. Brienne, yeah. Brienne of Tarth, yeah. Yeah, she's she's she walks around. She's been around. Do you do Game of Thrones, Mel? Yes. Uh, I thought you knew a lot about it, but then you never know with you because you. Really- Hang on a second, you yes, do Game violent. of Thrones. Hey, exactly, it's I incredibly stand, violent. 
forward as needed. I did not watch season four. I read the recaps and opted not to watch. <laughs> no, watch the brilliant have, Sopranos. Too I, violent. Can't yeah. fast forward through the violence in the Sopranos. <laughs> I have a friend who is on season five and will be in season six, and so I had to watch. But it was it's it's not easy. It's I was not thinking easy about you the other day. We went to watch uh, Black Mass, the Johnny Depp. Oh, jeez. Yeah, and I, actually, I quite liked it. I didn't have as much of a problem with that as I have other things, and I think you would as well, in a way, because it doesn't try to make you like him. You know? Yeah. It's not based on the idea of sympathising with him. It's more like, how did they catch, or how did this pure evil human being last as long as he did? Mm-hmm. Um, Christian, that was a wonderful story. How much did they pay you for uh, that? Uh, one hundred. It was supposed to be one hundred and ten pounds. I got an extra twenty pounds for overtime. Yes, one hundred thirty. <laughs> oh my god! I just Not think bad for slogging around in the metal night. Yeah, that image oh. of turning up and seeing the the huge towers and you know the million multi million dollar production, and yeah. and then knowing that you're and that that sort of your pulse raising. God, oh, this is impressive. Yeah. And then and then. Going and pulling on your loosely fitted cod piece. And- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and so, do you know what? I will not be seen on it. I mean, I, I mean, I will. I probably. I did something. Okay. I did. I, myself and this other extra did something in the background that might get us noticed. Really? Okay. We had the, we had this this thing that we were supposed to. We don't know what it was for. It looked like a hobby horse. Right. And there was like a, there was like there was like this there was like this big stick coming out of it, and it was used for like I don't know like 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 hitting something. It was, it was uh, we, sorry. We, it's the th- it's the thong, the cod piece, the boots, and the yeah. hobby it? horse. I mean, it's just it's suddenly yeah. very Monty Python esque. Yeah. <laughs> so it looked there was just like a big stick like coming out coming out of the thing, and it, it looked like it was it was supposed you were supposed to look like you were cutting wood or sawing wood or something like that. So he said, "Oh, I'll just saw the wood thing. I'll just do this, and you hand me over." these bits of bits of wood and it'll look like we're doing something in the background and I was like yeah okay so then uh, I didn't want to go walking around the mud because I kept slipping and falling and everything like I mean everybody was slipping and falling on their arse like all the time so we um so the so he said well I said well look how about I stand on one side of it and you stand on the other Right, and then like we'll just we'll just pretend like we're just like cutting something. It'll be, we look like you know those two guys on a, on a on a railroad on those railroad things, you know where they're yeah. like uh-huh. where they're so, <laughs> yeah trying to make the train go along. That's what we look like in the background. Um, right. So um, hopefully right. they'll get a shot of my arse. In the, in the, in the oh, so exciting! That is that is a dream come true. Do you watch The Walking Dead, Christian? I don't. Well, I don't watch the walk. Well, I'll just update everyone that, that I was in the court. Christian's about to be in the court of the box set, and I was in a few weeks ago talking Walking Dead. I can tell you, everyone, that I am two episodes off being completely up to date now. Wow. I am, I'm downloading them on iTunes as they get released, I think. You've overtaken me. Yeah, yeah have I? Overtaken, oh, yeah, taken I've me, I stopped I a while ago, yeah. Oh, it's, it's, it's good. I know where you stopped, though, Matt. It's got a bloody massive lull in the middle and I am sick of the uh, sick of uh, uh, subplots just endless bloody subplots but did you know does anyone know what Andrew Lincoln's real name is Egg no <laughs> what, it, Dale. What, it, is that his stage, his stage name? name that is yeah Oh. Andrew Lincoln's real name. Don't google it Mel I can hear you typing uh, <laughs> Andrew Lincoln's real name is Andrew James Clutterbuck 
Wow. What? That's a book. Whoa. That's awesome. Andrew That's James Clutterbuck. Uh, what an awful name. And I, I can't imagine he would have made it as far as he did with Clutterbuck. No. Well, he sounds like a hobbit, doesn't he? He's not exactly Bendel, Bendelak. No, what's Bendelak? He's the director of League of Gentlemen. What's... Uh, Bunny Pants Cabbage Patch? Flipping out. Sherlock. Cumberbatch? Yes. Cumberbatch. Yes. It's not Cumberbatch, is it? Andrew James Clutterbuck. Amazing. Do you think Benedict Cumberbatch is a really good name? That's a much better name than Clutterbuck. Which do you want? Well, yeah, but like Benedict Cumberbatch isn't a great one. Yeah, that's true. Where did your name come from, Matt? Uh, Scottish originally. It's from uh, McQuindless. McQuindless. Short until Wandless. Wandless. Yeah, it's great, isn't it? Yeah. Um, okay, one more thing to try before we properly. Um, can everybody? I just yeah, cut you off. There. Yeah, I just cut you off then, because I'm because yeah. I'm trying to get Jack joined in. Ah. Hang on, Jack. Okay, forget it. We're gonna give. This up is intolerable. On. We're gonna give up on Jack. It's not gonna work. <laughs> this is worse than mud on him. Oh no! Hang on! Hang on! Done. It might work. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. <laughs> oh, it won't even dial. So Such good radio. In the, I'm going to cut that. <clears throat> in the court this week, then. Uh, so every week on the Boxer Pod, we we ask one person to watch one episode of something, and then we try and persuade them to carry on if they struggle, or we or we just get the first person's opinion of it. So this week we have finally come to what many many people who live in London and order wine to their front door <laughs> think is the best TV series of all time, The Wire. So let's go. Over. First of all, Mel, have you watched The Wire? I have not. I have not okay. even watched the finale out of order. I Christian, have zero experience. Good. Christian is the person who has now watched one episode of The Wire. The rest, rest of us have watched it. Yes. Christian, would you mind, first of all, giving us the blurb for oh, Mel blurb. and other people? What is The Wire? The Wire is a show about a precinct in uh, Baltimore in America, a police precinct, and uh, about the... Uh, the surrounding areas and about the the gangsters and criminals and things like that who who oh, live there and uh, and um, from what I can gauge it's 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 a, yeah it's about it's about a couple of of, of the policemen and and one in particular uh, who is uh, whose name escapes or Dominic McNulty Dominic not Nulty oh, is that his name McNulty, McNulty. Jimmy McNulty yeah. oh Jimmy McNulty okay because I didn't catch us on crap with names. Yeah. So yeah, Jimmy McNulty. So it's 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 sort of it's focusing on him at the moment from the from the the the, the first episode. Yeah. And um, yeah. So that's 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 basically that's basically it. I, I think, think that's basically right. I think it's the homicide department specifically. Homicide department. I think. And uh, yeah. And so we're in a world of big drug gangster type kingpin versus the police, or it seems that way. So Christian, how did you get on? What did you think? Now, I first must say to you, right? I tr- I I I thought that I that I tried watching this years ago, like uh, when when it first came out. When how long how long is the wire out? It's like oh, eighty. Must be about ten years oh, sorry, now. 80, sorry, uh, two thousand and what? Two. Yeah. Two. Two thousand two. Okay. Yeah, two thousand two. So I tried watching it like thirteen years ago when it, when it first came out, and I now realise. Uh, 
that I, I watched it last night and I went, this isn't what I remember at all. Because uh, I, the thing I watched had David Caruso in it. And now I realize that that wasn't The Wire at all. <laughs> <laughs> so what were you watching? What was that? What was that? It, but it wasn't The Wire. Oh, were you, watching, you watched CSI, weren't you? I think I was, yeah. Oh, but whatever David Caruso was in in 2002. <laughs> this, this Wire thing is a bit formulaic. <laughs> I hate it because I hate David Caruso. I don't like David Caruso. I'm sorry. I just don't. just never liked him. And so that put me off. And, like, and, I was like, and I've always said that. I've always gone, oh, I wouldn't watch The Wire, David Caruso. And then and nobody has ever corrected me. I don't think David Caruso was in The Wire. Wow. I never, I never thought I'd meet someone who had a passionate dislike of David Caruso. <laughs> I just don't. I don't trust his face. <laughs> so, Christian, for 10 years, when people have said, "Oh, have you watched The Wire?" which which many people must have said to you. Oh yeah, everybody. Uh, you've just said, "Yeah, I tried it once, but I just wasn't that keen." Exactly. I watched. It. I was like, I watched the first episode. I didn't really get into it at all. I didn't, didn't like it. But I watched it. But I have to say, I watched it last night, and uh, of course, it's got you know Fred West guy in it. Yeah. Um, uh, and and the guy from the Sky Ads. Yeah. And, um, Fred West guy. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Dominic, 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 Dominic uh, West. Sorry. Dominic, what's his name? Dominic West. Dominic West. Dominic West. Yes, he was Fred West, and he also played uh, Richard Burton. Richard Burton. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's so a Richard actor. Burton guy. Yeah. So uh, I take it, Matt, you didn't see the uh, Fred West special that was on a couple of Christmases ago, I think it was, wasn't it? No, I'm afraid I missed that. It was called uh, Appropriate Adult or something like that because uh, Fred West was like considered someone who was a bit simple, wasn't he? So he was given an appropriate yeah. adult when he was in these in- interviews. But yeah, he's brilliant in it, Dominic West as well. I remember hearing good. about the title, yeah. Well, that yeah. was good. Um, so you liked you liked Dominic West. How did thought, it feel? Do you, wh- where are you in terms of carrying on with this, Christian? What, what I'm going to carry. I am. Ne- I am. I'm definitely going to download. <clears throat> I'm definitely going to buy the uh, <laughs> the next the next couple of episodes. Anyway, definitely. Yeah, I'm going to watch it. I, I'm. I, do you know what? What other people have said to me before is like, oh, the slang is very difficult. Once they start talking in the slang, it's very difficult to follow. Mm. And to be honest with you, there was a couple of there was a couple of things like where they're they're talking and they're going, yeah, I don't really know what they're saying, but I kind of get the gist of what they're saying. Yeah, because they're because it's kind of like street, you know, street slang. Yeah, I think there's Bucky. quite there's a, there's an underlying there's a kind of regular thing that people say uh, that sort of is a bit of a implication that middle class white people are. Uh, inherently a bit racist in that mm. they say uh, the the people have had to watch The Wire with the subtitles on and yeah. I think possibly my mum and dad watched it with the subtitles <laughs> on um, <laughs> but they're certainly not racist and really it's, it is just a very very thick accent just you know it's an accent in another country it's like Mel trying to understand us every week probably <laughs> I do wish we had some subtitles for mm. this podcast Mel why don't you um, ask Christian a couple of questions based on. I mean, how have you not watched The Wire for so long? Because you know David Caruso's not in it, yeah. Well, yeah. Now that I know that, <laughs> I've been refreshing right out. No, that's hilarious. Um, no, I mean I've heard, uh, like the rest of you, I've heard over and over that it's such a fantastic show. But somehow I've just never ended up starting to watch it. Um, 
it was on HBO and I didn't have HBO at the time when it was airing. So that's part of it. Mm. Obviously, I could get it now, but it just, I don't know. It just hasn't really been on my radar. So, um, so what did you, what grabbed you starting out, Christian, from this first episode? What grabbed you about it? Why are you going to, why are you going to keep watching? It's Aside very, from David Caruso not showing up. Because it's very gritty and I thought the acting was very good in it. And I thought the dialogue, I thought the dialogue was great. Although I kind of thought the whole sort of, you know, the, 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 the detectives in it, all being kind of, I kind of got the impression like, God, oh, they're they're really, really as, as stupid as some of the criminals, mm-hmm. um, and and it's like there doesn't seem to be a big a big gap between between them. There there seem to be all you know from the same sort of, um, oh, I don't know, the same sort of place, except one you know one guy one guys have one lot of guys have badges and the others don't. Mm-hmm. But um, I, I liked I liked the naturalness of the of the dialogue in it. I thought all of the actors in it were really really good. Well, I think that's what it really is, is a study on Baltimore. And it's quite, it's a very uh, well, uh, it's a very closely studied mm. study on Baltimore by David Simon. And I think uh, that's Ed a very Burns. astute observation you've made about, yeah, the, you have, yeah. about the cops <laughs> yeah. and the criminals. Because unlike any other, um, well, well, it is ostensibly a cop show, but it's much more than that in the end. Mm. Uh, it, it doesn't, the, the police are not necessarily the good guys. There, yeah. there are no good guys or bad guys. It's 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 about the situation rather than rather than anything else, really. Yeah. Everyone has a reason to be doing what they're doing. There's there's no one who's just blindly, stupidly evil in it. There's no there's nothing like that. It's very uh, morally grey. They all seem to be yeah, morally grey and morally ambiguous. I think that that seems to be quite of a. I I was kind of expecting that because there seems to be a, that seems to be a hallmark of a lot of the HBO stuff in. Especially the sort of starting it, because I watch. I mean, I watched The Sopranos. Obviously, The Sopranos just was absolutely amazing, mm. and Breaking Bad and things like that. And they're, they're, it's all characters that you can sympathise with and you can associate with, but who are always kind of morally ambiguous. It always makes you feel a little bit uncomfortable, you know. You know, liking them or rooting for them, knowing that they're actually doing something that's that you would that you would probably have moral a moral objection to yourself, you know. Yeah, Mel has a problem with that premise. I do. Which I do. is why she couldn't carry on with the Sopranos. And also I'm um just to just to divert for a second, I I people who watch The Good Wife here, I am really struggling to figure I'm i I'm supposed to be the point that I'm at in the Good Wife, I'm supposed to be celebrating that one set of cynical lawyers have bagged a cynical money grabbing um corporate client over another i'm supposed to be like yeah we did it we made the most money out of the rape victim jamie drop it Uh, not jamie how i'll drop it drop it like a big fat shit really like a big flaming shit where where are you in the seasons um i think i'm on season four or five that's what i thought if i tell you they've just They've just get split out, off. Get out of it. The two have just split off from the others. Eject. Yeah. I don't. I'm not trying. Not it's, trying to spoil anything. Does it? It's, get... it's that's that's probably their weakest season. Right. Okay. Have you have you watched it, Matt? Are you telling no. me that? No. All right. You just saying don't bother. <laughs> it's awful. What about you, Jamie? Am I? Talking to... I agree with Mel. Yeah, it does have some weak points, but it, it's just a fun journey to go on, and you've got to accept that it, it makes fun of its own cynical sort mm-hmm. of like world in a lot of ways. So, like Mel said, there are some moments we have to get sort of over it, and and there's some really good episodes coming up. That's right. Well, 
There should be. You kind of have to slog through the season, and then five and six are better. Now, talking about a slog, let's talk about some of the negatives of Christian carrying on with The Wire, okay? <clears throat> if someone said to me tomorrow, you've got to start watching The Wire again, I would... I'd probably have a, a little lie down before I even said anything in response. <laughs> Christian, do you not get the sense that this is this is a big it's a big old novel that you're starting here? Yeah, but I like that. I like something I can get my my teeth into like that. I, that that's that, that you know that, that ex, that's exciting. I think. Did you yeah. feel any after episode one? Did you feel any level of like mental exhaustion or fe- or just like <laughs> this is going to be an epic task? Uh, no, no. But then I don't know. I mean, how many? How many? I'm I'm unsure as to how many seasons there are of it. How, how many? Five, are there? five. Five of them. Yeah. Five. Five. Okay. 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 That's not a. That's not a massive amount. But no. I. No. No, and they're all only thirteen episodes, except the last one, which is only ten. I yeah. Think. Stop defending yeah. it, Matt. Just no, I know. But, but I understand. Yeah, you know. Mean, go on. Sorry, Christian. The episodes. I'd, I'd, I'd imagine the episodes are quite dense. Yes. Yeah. They, they are dense, but like it's the absolute example of a show that if you invest in you get a lot back it's that it, there's no yeah. better example of a show that if you really really stick with it you really will in, you'll get into it and it will really be rewarding because it's such a mm. actually an I, think, amazingly I, think dense Ch- show. I think chuck is a better example of that <laughs> You have such low standards. I, do, I really such do. Low standards. I, I don't. I don't. I mean, Matt, you went to drama college. You like self-indulgence as much <laughs> as the next man. There's nothing self-indulgent about the wire. How many times have you watched it, Matt? Two or three. Really, the whole really? frigging thing. Yeah, when 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 I when I first had my my little girl, when she like she used to wake up at about five half five. And, and you needed something close to sleep and just, chromatose Just state. pull your boots there, cowboy. <laughs> I used to uh, I, I used to have to get up and come and just spend time with her for about forty five minutes. She was she was tiny, so she wasn't doing anything. Mm. She just needed someone to be around and give her some milk and stuff. So I just used to rewatch The Wire, and I, and, and I, I I don't understand people who say that you that it's so dense and so difficult. Mm. I just love the shit out of it. I think it's absolutely amazing. Did you yeah. find that she fell asleep very quickly when you put that on? She just used to watch intently and sort of make little nods towards me saying, this is good, isn't it? <laughs> this is good. I used, I used to do the same thing with my daughter when The Sopranos came out. That was, that was my show for... Yeah, Molly's watched a lot of The Sopranos as well. Yep. Yeah. Well, you almost... were you, were you, was your daughter's first word? She. She. <laughs> <laughs> I remember. I remember vividly. No, but you know what? She. Do, I, I've sorry, Christian. Again, I've, I've I've compared her to that character recently because at the moment she she um like if we're driving in the car she goes, Daddy. <laughs> and it is like clay davis it's that kind of thing where it's like really you're gonna carry it on for that long as, um, can, I, can i ask something has anybody watched um has anybody been watching the uh, uh jessica jones yes i have right. on netflix not yet not no yet. not yet i would very... i would highly recommend it is this the new marvel one yeah yeah it's yeah. right. Kristen ritter but it doesn't matter that it's Marvel. No, no, I'm not against Marvel. Just, no, it, the but it doesn't seem to tie in very much. Yeah, you're right. Mm. Yeah, the whole superhero. It's fantastic. It's, it's getting raves over here. I don't know how it's being received outside. All right. Have you been but, watching yeah. it, Mel? It's good. It's Boy, it's another hard one, though. It's, um, you know, if, if, if you know her backstory, she's 
coming from a pretty dark place. And yeah, there's boy David Tennant. Holy crap! It's a it's a very dark show actually. Much it more is. than anything Marvel has done before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, much. It's very adult. My daughter, my daughter's thirteen, and she loves Marvel stuff. And she really wants. She says, "Oh yes, can we watch Jessica Jones?" And I go, "Well, we'll watch the first episode, and we'll we'll let you know." So myself and my wife watched the first episode, and she goes, "Oh, can I watch it?" We're like, "Fuck no!" <laughs> Absolutely no way. Are you watching this until you're 18? <laughs> Probably a good approach with the wire as well. Actually, I think when they're babies, perhaps when they can't understand anything, that's fine. But um, yeah. I, I think the one thing that struck me, Matt, and I'm aiming this at Matt because I'm trying to provoke the bear, um, <laughs> poke and provoke the bear. I w- when I went back to the wire recently, I I wondered how much it cashes in, in a way, or how much of your attention it buys by it being in such a scary world. It's the bad part of town that none of us ever go to, and that's essentially what Baltimore is. But I yeah. think that's I think that's a fair accusation but it 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 would be better if it wasn't leveled at a show which is really trying to bring to light a problem which doesn't oh, no, get any on. attention I'm not, no i'm not saying that the the program makers uh, made money out of i don't mean cashing in like that what i mean is that because it is in a scary world it can allow the program makers to be lazier than they would if they were somewhere else and what do you mean by lazier slower longer um just generally i wonder whether if you came from the streets of baltimore and you watched that show okay you'd agree with you'd fly the flag for saying isn't it great that it's showing our world but also you'd be going get on with it jesus all right we know the world's shit you tell us in episode one that the world is shit and guess what by the end of the wire christian you will have learned that Baltimore's world is shit. Yeah, yeah, I get that impression. I didn't. I didn't get that from it at all. I. I. I, I mean, I get the. I, I kind of understand what you're saying that there are some tragic aspects to it, but I don't think it's a show about how awful things are. I think it's just. It's just a show about um, the truth of what's going on, and it. Mm-hmm. And it. And it, it doesn't. Are you saying that David Simon doesn't have an agenda to say, look at how completely fucked Baltimore is? No, I, I I completely agree, but it's not done in like there's there's not a lot of um, uh, it doesn't tug at your heartstrings or anything like that. It's very um, cold and disconnected in that sense. It's exactly. it's quite documentary like, yeah, rather that's, than that's my else. point in a way. I suppose well, I, I'm trying to say that. I'm trying to say it's 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 such a real thing that it's like. Uh, whoever said that reality and particularly miserable reality is entertaining? No, but I mean that's that. I don't think you can say it because it's funny as well as some of the characters are the most memorable, really gripping characters like like you know Omar and like Stringer mm. Bell. These are characters that will go down as like iconic. There's a Absolutely. reason why we love these characters, why we're interested in them. They're, they might be bad guys, but we're still a, attracted to that world. And it's not just completely miserable crap. It's, That's what it, makes it, is, it so brilliant. Yes, I agree. In, in in that there's also this fantastic story, and this um, and these incredible mysteries being solved as well. I mean, the, you know the, the the way the detectives work and the piecing together of each case, even though you, there's no who done it aspect to it, it's yeah. just about watching them work and solve it. It's fascinating, I think, and that's what makes it so. Doesn't, excellent. 
it doesn't seem as as true. The only thing that struck me was that everybody seems to be very very serious in it. Yes, it all is. of the, the detectives and stuff. There doesn't no, seem that's not true at all. Yeah, it is true. Well, no, it is. Carver, particularly um, Christian, clownish as they go it's on. It's absolutely the true, Christian. Matt, what Matt is saying is that a bit like in Walking Dead. My point about Walking Dead is that when there is some hope it, or a joke, it stands out so much because the world's so miserable. Yes. Yes, there's some humour in the wire, but really, we we think it's funnier than it actually is because it is so bloody serious. But it, it just it doesn't seem as as realistic. Let's say, for example, you take something like The Sopranos, mm. and The Sopranos is is kind of funny because of that juxtaposition between you know the the horribleness of them being in the you know the mafia and killing people and that yeah. hard nosed bit, and then the domestic situation and him going to a yeah. to a psychiatrist and and all this or a therapist. And all this sort of thing. So there, there's the, there's sitcom. that sort of there's that ridiculousness <laughs> yeah. of it, which is more sort of real life. Whereas the first episode of The Wire, I kind of got the impression it's just like God, God, you know, do you, does does anybody, you know, does anybody just like live a, a kind of a, like a any way normal kind of do anything normal? Mm-hmm. <laughs> As, you know, well, do, I'm wondering if do. that's part of the point. Is it, Matt? Is what you're trying to say that it's it's a, it's a portrait of Baltimore as this bleak, miserable place, and no one cares? No one's. No, because I, 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 I don't think Baltimore is portrayed as bleak and miserable. They're, 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 it's, it, it, the drug trade is is terrible and it's tearing it apart in one sense. But then there, there are plenty of people who just, you know, when you see the cops when they're not working, they're all just living their lives. Mm-hmm. No, they're not. They're getting yes, they wasted in the Irish bar. No, that's just Jimmy and Bunk. You look at um, Daniels, look at um, Kima. Yeah, Kima's having a, basically a, a divorce and a miserable relationship that she doesn't No, she be breaks in. up and then she turns it around. She's absolutely fine at the end. <laughs> Bunk's married, he's got kids. Jimmy's married and got kids. Jimmy's got Jimmy, some problems Jimmy, on his own. Jimmy's had massive problems. He's divorced and the, the wife has the kids. And the entire subplot of Jimmy is that he's an alcoholic at home trying to put some bunk beds together for when his kids finally get to... Come over to his house for the weekend, Matt. Give me one well, example. Well, what a of shame there is someone just constantly <laughs> taking off her clothes. Who, who is this? No, I want to go with you, Matt. Seducing some yacht I want villains. Now, there's no like need that. to make it personal about Chuck. Matt, tell me one person in the wire who has a normal home life. Go. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> it would probably be quite jarring. Oh, no, Presbaluski. Presbaluski. What? If, if they had one character who came into the office the next day and said, what did you do for the weekend? Oh, we went to the zoo. Yeah. No. Yes. He's got that. He's got a normal home life. You see him at home with his wife. They're just watching sports. And oh, very okay. soon, Presbyluski's entire world is screwed up because he is the most normal sports-watching middle-class one of the lot. But then he turns it around, gets a job as a teacher. <laughs> Oh, bless I'll, you. I'll, I'll, I'll let you know when I watch the... Look, it, it is. But a, also, you just accused it of being too normal. You just accused it of being boring because not enough exciting shit happens in it. So no, no, real life. Okay, I think that the the Baltimore that they talk about fondly. Okay, some characters are great, and there is a culture there, which I think it makes some really, really good points about culture. But I think that the Baltimore that they are, that they are talking about is a Baltimore gone in almost every case of it 
apart from the new Baltimore that exists, which is kind of this renovated harbour area or whatever, and and the, the governor or whatever that character is, the, the mayor in a later series, represents that. And that is the really corrupt... The kind of the point is that that's the really rotten bit. All those other bits that are screwed are the things that have got the heritage and the, and the history of things that are much... You know, that's City Hall are trying to get rid of. But that's just Baltimore as a microcosm for America because they're talking about that in, in, in the, the larger political system and, uh, and the way they the are, money Matt. serves the politics rather it, than... You're right, but my point stands, it's reality and it's miserable. And I love The Wire, but it's bloody miserable. And I'm just saying, if Christian's, you know, not got much work at the moment and he's standing in a field <laughs> at three in the morning with a cop piece on, <laughs> does he need, you know, does he need 30 hours of this? Oh, I think I do. Ultimately, <laughs> ultimately, it's enriching if you enjoy, if you enjoy good art. I think I think you do as well. I think I think it's a show that, that there's just nothing like it unless it's been made by David Simon and anything else. Mm. There's no show that's like The Wire. I remember when I first watched The Wire, I just couldn't believe how different it was to everything else I was watching at that time. And it is so unique, and yeah, it's slow, but that's kind of the thing it's like it's not going to do all these fast jump cuts like 24 or it's not got quick twists and quirky twists at the end of an episode to leave you well it's got the odd twist every now and then but i mean it doesn't do that it doesn't follow a a sort of a type um it doesn't follow the formula it's just its own little world and i think for something totally different i think you'll get a lot out of it christy and yeah. And poignant point for you here. You ready for this? Mm. Yeah. Melvin Douglas or Melvin Williams, the guy who Avon Barksdale was based on, the drug dealer. Mm-hmm. He actually played the character of the Deacon in The Wire. Yep. He he died uh, three four days ago wow. uh, at the age of seventy three. So poignant fact. Poignant. The guy who Omar was based on died uh, the guy, uh, last year oh, as well. Really? really? Yeah. See, and uh, did you know that? Sar- yeah. Sergeant Landsman, the the big fat um, yeah. homicide sergeant. Yeah. 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 Uh, the actual Sergeant J. Landsman plays. Uh, I can't think of the name of the character, but he crops up in season three. He's the um, he's the sergeant in the in the Western District under Bunny Colvin. Oh, how exciting! Oh, okay. Well, there you and, go. Uh, Write and, that down. And Snoop is an actual gangster. The for, for Snoop yeah. Pearson. Mm. She's she's a real person. Yes, yeah, yeah. I heard that. Yeah, off the street, and it is an amazing TV series. I won't take that back. I, 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 I'm just being devil's advocate. It's phenomenal. It's one of the best. But it does end too. It it actually ends too soon. I think the last series is half as long as the other ones, and that really annoyed me because I think that the media, the press, is the kind of focus of the last one, and there was a lot more to say in it. And I think there were reasons why they ended it sooner. I think um, they thought they were saying too many real things. I think that might be it. <laughs> <laughs> Whoever said real people were interesting, says says the podcast maker. So, um, Christian, thank you. Mel, are you ever going to do The Wire, do you think? Or is it just too much? I don't know. I mean, it's... It, it's, an, it's an intimidating show to start. I will mm. say that's, you know, that's definitely part of the reason I haven't started yet. But... I feel like you guys are just loading me down with all of these gritty, depressing. We have gone through a <laughs> very heavy shows. Come on, yeah. when are you going to try Ugly Betty so we can talk about that? <laughs> That's a good point. 
Let's do six feet under. Hey. Oh. You know, I I love Brian Fuller. I adore that man. So who has who has watched a very Murray Christmas? Oh, oh yes. Oh, that's bizarre. Oh. <laughs> I love it. Did you enjoy it, Christian? Um, I, I, I enjoyed it. I, I kind of wa- I don't know. I kind of watched it. With, um, the amusement, I think, is probably uh, the, the 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 best. I um, yeah. I thought it was bizarre. I thought it was, did you not think the creepiest thing mm. was um uh, oh oh bloody hell what's his name uh, famous actor guy Chris Rock uh, George Clooney <laughs> George Clooney stepping out George from behind Clooney. the Christmas tree yeah and, and that was brilliant. the creepiest thing I've ever seen yeah. <laughs> but that was the point that was the joke you know this oh, is God, Bill yeah. Murray allowed to do what he wants it's just Oh, has anyone yeah. else seen it yet? Not yet, no. No, no. you oh, must watch it. I mean, you, I mean, it's on. You you have to watch it. Oh, no doubt. I I thought it was absolutely amazing. I'll I'll give my full review next week because we've gone on far too long today. Who, um, by the way, just before we finish up, who yeah. was it last week that that, that said that um, they didn't like Donna? But Donna was Jamie. Annoying. Oh, oh Jamie, get the fucking see Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, not having that. That oh, was so. You know, she's. I've been watching a couple of episodes of West Wing, and I actually, I actually shout "fuck off" at the TV when Donna's <laughs> on the screen. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> that's how much I hate Donna. I oh, hate Donna. Oh, I love Donna. <laughs> Donna's Donna's great. Get Donna. in the fucking sea, <laughs> Jamie. <laughs> That last oh. week's podcast was very funny. We were all on something last week, I think. Thanks, everybody. Thank you. Uh, Thanks very much for having us. Yeah, will you come and join yeah. us again, Christian? I would love to. Yeah, just let me know. I would anytime. Let me know whenever you want to. And can, let me just say this to everyone involved with this podcast. Please don't change any plans ever, okay? <laughs> be here at half please, past seven. Please don't get any work. <laughs> it's an wait. absolute nightmare. Um brilliant no thank you this podcast brought to you by andrew james clutterbuck (laughs) um thanks everyone next week we will be watching the jinx the life and death of many life and death of robert durst or whatever it's called oh my god what a show have you seen it mel no Oh, Christian, have you seen it? No, no. Oh! <laughs> okay. Are we for it? I'll email you both. Okay. <laughs> I'm really looking forward to it. I'm excited. Oh, me too. I think Jack's watched it. Shall I try once more to get... No, I won't. No. Bother. All right. Okay. <laughs> James T's ready. Here we go. Okay. See you. See you, everybody. Thanks very All much. Right. Thanks. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. noticed how Skype uh, flicks to the people's faces who are talking. Yes. Isn't that genius?